G'day guys, welcome to another weekly developer update. This is CW and joining me today, I have QX. How are you, mate? I'm doing well, thanks so much. Pleasure to have you on board. Uh, Joe's once again at another conference, so all the best to him and his team up there in Denver, uh, joining the Rare Bloom um, uh, conference this time. So uh, all the best, jump in and say good day if you're up that way uh, from the for the conference. Uh, QX, tell us a little about yourself, please, mate. Uh, well, I'm a community dev here. Um, I, I joined the ecosystem maybe uh, three or four months ago. Um, just decided to start writing a few little bots to, um, you know, help myself out with with tokens and coins that weren't really tracked anywhere else. And then it kind of just went from there. Started helping out other people, and then that happens to be my life at nighttime now, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the all-consuming ergo ecosystem. Oh, once it's got yeah. you. Oh, you're done for. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, you have a project this time uh, as uh, a participant in the Ergo Hack, Ergo Hack 5. Uh, can you tell I us do. a little bit about that? <clears throat> I do. Yeah, sure. Um, so what I'll just, before like you a... start, I'll just transition in. Yeah, great. Um, <clears throat> what started as a really fun idea turned into a lot of lost sleep so far. And we're <laughs> we're getting near the end here, and I'm sure everybody's feeling it that's, that's doing this. Um, but uh, our project is essentially we, uh, from dealing with a lot of uh, people in the back end that are working on paying devs, you know, this way and that way, and people come and go and that kind of thing. It's really, really hard. We found to keep track of that all and remember to pay and who've you paid and walking around these Google spreadsheets and all that kind of thing. So the thought was, what if there's a system that can um track all that for you when you edit it and you just kind of set it and forget it you tell it when to do it you just fill the pot and it does it so that's what i'm kind of aiming to finish building here um it's uh called ergo payroll for now just kind of a proof of concept kind of thing uh development's going fairly well um tweaking the, the the back end a little bit more to um uh, get the final scripts going that do the payments but uh, last week, I worked on some front ends of actually uploading and parsing the CSV for the initial upload, as well as a front end for um, editing individual lines of you know what people want to get paid in or, or um, yeah. how much they're going to get paid in or even a USD conversion ratio for that kind of thing. So that was all done last week. This week was mainly worked on finding a good system to actually do the payout and um, um, I found a, a Python script to do that actually made by, I think its name is M- MGPy, uh, MGPy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very helpful guy. Very super, super nice. Um, <clears throat> so I, 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 I'm using that for payout that, that works pretty well. Um, that's all set. And then I needed, uh, another script for the front end as well to be able to, um, create wallets as well as assign them to people so that they can use them for Phillips. Uh, that's good as well. So right now I'm just kind of tweaking the back end uh, and doing some testing to make sure it's going to work and and actually be a good proof of concept for people to use if they if they like. Yeah, and I see uh, you're a Perl developer. That's one a blast from the past, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little embarrassed about that. Um, <laughs> I feel sorry for anybody who's got to look at the code <laughs> uh, on the Ergo Hack team, but um, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I know for now with a little bit of Python, and hopefully we'll go from there for sure. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much for that update. Uh, next one we'll jump into is City or City. 
Uh, so basically what they're doing is allowing miners to, um, or incentivizing miners to mint a sequence, a token sequence at the heading of the, the token ID itself. So you can specify what you want. Uh, the example here that they've got is um, 6C, so CCC, CCC. So the token uh, ID will start with that. Obviously, there's a bit of computation that has to go in for the miner itself to do all this. So um, I think it's a cool little concept because you might even see NFT projects or something along those lines uh, minting a token ID with the actual name at the beginning of the ID itself. Um, the number of sort of use cases here and, and unique identity and uh I think it's a, a nice little way to um, differentiate yourself as well uh, from other um, IDs or, or projects themselves in the ecosystem. Yeah, that does sound and cool. next, And next up, we have Ergo Audit. So, so Ergo Audit is a code auditing DAO. It looks like they've been uh, doing some updates they're looking for right now a uh, sign-in with Ergo feature for their application, which is actually pretty neat, um, where they generate a message with some information about the application and their front-end would request the data for a specific user. So that's something yep. that I've actually been trying to figure out for for my app that it would be nice to be able to authenticate that way, which was which is which is pretty cool. So yeah, it looks like they're still going on, and um, yeah, yeah. There's uh, Ergo Auth, I believe. Um, I think the ErgoPad guys have something uh, similar uh, running currently. So um, jump out, jump into those guys and find out if that's actually something that can be utilized. Oh, that's pretty cool. Great. Uh, next up, we have uh, this one's actually been renamed Dum Dum Dum. So it's a, a play on Ergo Twitter. Um, so it's kind of like a decentralized social media platform. Yeah. Um, there's not too much information here that they're figuring out different ways to sort of um, tokenize bits and pieces like NFTs and things like that. So um, can't wait to actually see the finished product here or the proof of concept also. So uh, Keith and his team are, are jumped into that one. So yeah, looking forward to see how, how far they progress. It's super neat to think that you actually own your tweet in those circumstances. It's, we're not, exactly. We can't say tweet, can we? Or, or dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whichever way the naming convention goes, I don't think they'll be sticking with dum dum dum. It's just a little <laughs> bit of a play on words there, I think. Um, but yeah, essentially, I think the registers allow up to three thousand characters. I think I read uh, earlier, so they can store quite a bit um, of data there. So we'll see how that progresses. And next up, we have the DLOP art generator. Yeah, so it's creating an art generator for the community. Um, it looks like they have a few updates last week, a couple of days ago. They're essentially building um, a website for generating these art pieces, so communities will be able to make them uh, on their own. Uh, they're looking at different formats to be able to work with, SFG versus ping, and enable minting um, the piece in the connected wallet kind of thing. So that is pretty neat. I mean... <laughs> You know, MFTs, I don't think are ever going to go away. And it's an amazing part of the ecosystem. And some people hate them. Some people love them. Some people, you know, either way. But I think it's yeah. an important part and an important piece of that. And the more, the merrier for that as far as that goes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's often NFTs themselves are often uh, the first stepping stone into an ecosystem itself. So having that little bit of barrier entry there to um, entice people in, I think it's a great little sort of tool that they're putting together. 
Yeah, and I think you got to remember it also, right? It also can attract a completely different, larger audience than you'd think for that kind of thing. Somebody that may not even be interested in the blockchain or why it ticks, but they're interested in those goats or those space guys or, or whatever. Exactly right. Uh, next up, we have ERP38, but I think we might skip Wilfred uh, because he's provided an update in the, the developer update itself. Uh, Raptor Mining, uh, they haven't given us an update yet, so I'm not too sure what these guys are working on, um, whether they complete the project or not. Uh, we haven't heard anything, so yeah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll be waiting with bated breath on that one to find out what's going on. Uh, next up, we have the SNISP team. So uh, the Geplock guys are doing something pretty cool. And this is pretty amazing what they're actually doing. It's succinct, uh, non-interactive. Uh, what is it? They're, they're trying to uh, be able to calculate the miners performed work on the blockchain. It's just pretty darn yeah. cool. Succinct, non-interactive <laughs> share proofs. So um, obviously, if you're not too aware of how uh that's calculated currently so each miner will submit a share to a um, stratum server and the server itself will sort of determine how much work a miner's put in uh, for the mining pool itself and this is a sort of way to do that decentralized um and it's chain agnostic so it's a pretty cool little concept um i was considering reading the abstract but the, there's a link to the paper here the draft paper jump into the discord and read through that one because i don't think the the abstract itself does it justice you have to get right into the paper to see uh how sort of how beneficial i think this is to the proof of work mining community uh for the entire industry moving forward i think uh it's pretty pretty revolutionary to be honest yeah those guys that get blocked there's something else for sure um it's uh, I try to hang around their channel as much as I can to learn as much as I can. But, you know, just the fact that what they've done with 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 payout and smart contracts is just. Yeah, definitely. Know, <laughs> yeah. So the links there and good thing is uh, Karat's always happy to answer questions. So jump in and, and reach out to cheese enthusiasts. He'll um, more often than not jump in and, and provide any insight that you seek. And a shout out for Cheese's um, class that he teaches, which he actually canceled tonight, which is fine. So I'm here. Um, uh, he's an amazing instructor, very knowledgeable. Um, so any of you that are watching that want to dive in a little bit, um, the layman's course is, I, th I think that's what he's teaching, right? Um, yeah, is, the Deco layman's course. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. He does a great overview, great deep understanding of it, and is able to explain it very well. And he's very good at drawing things with a mouse, which is very difficult. <laughs> Most definitely puts everyone to shame. Okay, so moving on, we have Peso. Yeah, so Peso is a uh, on-chain governance education for miners, which is, of course, very, very important um, with the complexity of these kind of things. You know, we saw this with, uh, with the hash rate spiking. People are like, oh, let's just change it. Let's figure it out and just do it. And, you know, with this kind of education, I think it's super, super important to be able to have that out there so you can direct people right to that kind of thing and say, hey, check this out, check out this tool. Um, this is going to show you how this kind of stuff works and come back for questions. Yeah. But yeah, very, very nice. Yeah, and it's still, I don't think people realize or miners realize the extent of the governance that they have on the protocol itself. They've, yeah. The protocol has the parameters built in, which miners control. Um, there's uh, basically block size, uh, 
uh, transaction fees, numerous. I think there's about 13 or so parameters off the top of my head. And this is a, a cool little tool that can sort of simulate the um, the changing of those parameters and how the sort of it'll play out over an epoch. So um, great little tool to sort of try and educate miners and the control they have over the protocol itself. Uh, we'll skip you. That was Ergo Payroll. Thank you very much for that update. And on to Ergo Names. So Ergo Names is basically a um, ENS or the DNS service. So what they're proposing is to have ux.erg. Uh, you could have that as your address. Um, cool little tool. So simplify uh, the string or, um, of, uh, of, or characters for your, just your address, and you can have a simple uh, term like that, qx.erg. Um, their initial sort of ergo hack, I think it was ergo hack two or three or something along those lines, they, they had the initial proposal. So they've jumped in again to try and sort of iron out all the details and get this up and running. So thank you very much for that. For the updates for this week um, or the, for the previous week, they discussed a plan on creating a static mint, updated the minting smart contract code. Uh, they started to rework the off-chain code and updated the front-end and uh, resolution STKs. They also talked to, to Nemo um, in or for adding support for Nautilus, uh, the decoding of the SVG format for the images. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'll let you take the next one. <laughs> Sigma balls. Fantastic. <laughs> it looks like they don't have any uh, many updates here uh, as of this uh, last session, but uh, they're working on an options trading solution. Maybe they ha got halted by the FCC. Not sure, but... Um, <laughs> But that that would be that would be very interesting. I don't have uh, the I don't think there's a brief description. There's a couple, um, yeah, a couple things here, but nothing nothing recent. But that'll be interesting to see what they come out with if they finish it up before the end of the hackathon. Yeah, most definitely. Nice little bit of utility there that sort of hasn't been implemented on the Ergo chain itself, having those option contracts. So um, interesting to see how that plays out. And next up, we have the Sigma Rust uh, just-in-time uh, integration. So for many of people who aren't aware, we're up to or we're going to implement uh, or activate Node 5.0. I think it's about the end of November at this stage. So uh, this is um, adding that just-in-time uh, costing into the Sigma Rust interpreter side of things. So uh, it's great to see uh, that work going on on that side. And now we have Satergo. Uh, Satergo is a fantastic tool. Um, Node wallet, uh, adding a straight up mining server module. Uh, their channel is very lively, so lively that people are jumping in and asking for help inside it. <laughs> it looks like uh, he also did some very nice, um, they did some very nice UI updates that they posted in there. A beautiful, beautiful look um, for, the, yep. for the new UI you can see there. Um, they get tipped a lot, it looks like. Yeah, very busy channel. I'm kind of jealous, envious of this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. My favorite that'll... developer cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like you said, um, the stratum side, so being able to sort of uh, set up a stratum, mine to your stratum, um, just basically all-encompassing little uh, full node there, um, green buttoning everything. I think that's a cool little utility for everyone in the ecosystem. That is, for sure. Uh, so next we have Obol Flip. Uh, we'll skip those guys because once again they've uh, provided an update in the developer update itself. 
And finally, we have minor ergo. So not too much uh, going on here. I just believe it's something along the lines uh, of uh, NFT sort of utility. Um, so uh, just waiting on that update. It's like they're going to reward miners with NFTs as um, yep. as opposed to as opposed to tokens, which is a very interesting concept for sure. Yep. Pretty cool art they put together as well. It's uh, pretty abstract and, and unique. Yes, yes. I saw that. Okay, so we'll jump into to the developer update. Um, we'll kick things off with Wilfred, mate, if you take that one, please. Yeah. Uh, so Wilfred started unfinished EIP. Uh, we'll have it completed by the end of the hackathon for the EIP 38 partial voting, uh, which is fantastic. EIP 38 is a really neat, um, uh, really, well, you explained it earlier. I won't explain it again. <laughs> uh, they started making changes to the nodes such that testing can be done on the hard fork solution. Gave a link to the GitHub. Uh, we'll change the Boolean nature of votes to be a call option such that pools and miners can still vote for or against as they can now. But pools with the capacity to measure votes internally using an SNISP or something can smooth out their AVL trees onto our collection of potential support. This solution should make it simpler for traditional stratum pools to relay internal votes and minimize the on-chain data cost. Uh, and of course, he'd appreciate any help in tracking down any remaining files to the node that will need changing. But just a note on this, this is really a good example of the Ergo ecosystem where um, uh, William's working on this. And at the same time, you notice how he uh, mentions um, SNISP, which Gitlock is working on to utilize and, and just how those organic um, meetings kind of come together and, and help help build each other up as far as that goes. So that, that was a really nice thing to see there. Yeah, if you actually jump into uh, the SNISP uh, channel here, um, yeah, definitely really engaging conversation there. So it's great to see people jumping in and having those cross compilations and, and discussions across different projects. It's awesome yeah. to see. Lifts everyone up. Okay, so moving on, we have Green Hat and his team. So Jusex added the systemd unit file to run the Oracle as a service. Uh, Tim L's working on the proc macro to generate ergo tree from the Sigma state interpreter just in time test suite. And then Green Hat himself has fixed another three issues and successfully ran a posting uh, Oracle, so one out of two, and tested the epoch rollover sliding uh, with a data point republish. And now he's just adding a second Oracle to test the successful um, epoch rollover and just currently uh, progress towards the release. Uh, it's tracked on the roadmap. So if you want to check any of those those th updates out, the, the pull requests are there. Uh, next we have... Uh, we have uh, Pragmaxine. Pragmaxine, yeah. Uh, I, he added some extra node endpoints for searching through mempool and confirmed transaction, which I just looked at as pretty neat. Uh, it essentially tells you a true or false with whether... Um, I believe it's the 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 box still has the in the input box lets uh, contents in it. Um, from my brief look over at the GitHub, which was pretty neat, useful for DApp developers, of course. And a shout out to Anon BR and Mr. Stelfelge himself for helping with the specifications. Yep, fantastic. And now we have Lua Vatra, and on the Padaya side, uh, basically finished the uh, foundation. So in his Terms uh, the boring generic stuff, 
they expect to be putting up some walls uh, next week. So the contract's using uh, the generic uh, foundation. Uh, assuming the foundation holds, uh, expects the house building to be relatively fast, and he can't wait for, to move in on that one. And then uh, on the Ergo Tipper bot, he's added the Flux token, so the Ergo token uh, representative of the Flux right uh, on. token itself. Yep, it's great to see. Uh, the And on ErgoPad, so the website's now moved away from uh, AWS and uh, does not use the Explorer, but a custom build uh, built at the native service. Uh, the response time seemed to be much better than before, and uh, the Padaya Web 2.0 soonest. <laughs> yeah, that move over to um, away from AWS was fantastic. I noticed it felt like butter immediately. It was absolutely, absolutely yeah. a great move. Most definitely. And Mr. Starfelder. Uh, his work this week, Wallet App, yay! Uh, completed desktop port with all missing features. It is now feature complete with version two one two two nineteen. And that same version is still waiting for the security audit, um, which I think he tagged somebody in that for that. Uh, started working on address book, um, which is a very, very cool feature it would be to have. I'm, how many times I'm I'm constantly pasting addresses and checking the first 10 digits, the last 10 digits and be like, okay, I hope the ones in between are correct. <laughs> <laughs> My <step>. uh, <laughs> Other work tested BIP32, derivation fix again, now merge into AppKit dev um, at satergo.com and we'll go into next Walla app release. Uh, supported Ergo hack participants with help from Mosaic and AppKit and tested Spectrum Ergo pay support before its release. And I'll comment on that more later when they mention it down there. But also the Ergo hack helping is, I mean, amazing community again as somebody who's participating. Um, Everybody I've reached out to to ping like at midnight or 10 p.m. or it's even 8 a.m. kind of thing. Like, hey, I found your name on the uh, GitHub for this. <laughs> I have a question about it. Can you help me? And it's it's like it's it's just it's just amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I've always said that as well. Um, the access to the basically the core team, but then any community developer themselves, everyone's willing to help out where they can. Uh, where time permits and everything, obviously. But um, by all means, if you have any questions, jump into the developer channel and, and ping, ping whoever or just ask a general question and anyone will be um, willing to jump in. I think it's still a really sort of cool uh, concept that's uh, retained here in the Ergo ecosystem. I agree. And if you're too scared to ask a question, start off an Ergo baseless and ask a stupid question and <laughs> and you'll get some responses pretty quick and somebody might jump in there. So that's a good place to start if you're a little nervous. Yeah, definitely. So next up, we have Lowkey Nerd and Blitz TCG. So he's put a little uh, compilation there together from uh, them attending, or himself and and some other guys attending the CNFP con. So uh, Blitz, uh, Paniculum, Armenio, uh, Sky Harbor, even Noah jumped in. Um, good to see those guys getting out and doing some networking and uh, bringing some awareness to the projects that they're building on Ergo. So. Um, by all reports, they had a lot of fun, uh, both in the conference itself and, and the after parties as well. So uh, great to see people getting out and about and spreading that word. I think that's a cute picture of all of them together at the end there. Yep, most yeah. definitely. And this, um, what was it? At the end of this video, there's this, uh, a, a, a cool concept that um, I forget who said it. Maybe Dan had said it, uh, was commenting on something, but... Instead of play to earn, it's play and earn, which is which is a very 
a very different concept with how you're marketing things and, and how the game actually is. So it's you're playing and you're earning as opposed to let's play to make whatever we're doing there. So that was that was really neat, I thought. Yeah, exactly. And the cool thing about well what one of the big things that I respect about the Blitz TCG guys is they're not selling anything up front. They're waiting for the gameplay to be actually um, live and, and operational before any sort of funding is leaked or anything like that. So I think that there's a lot of respect there that they're not sort of, they're, they're delivering a project first and then sort of going down that funding route uh, after the fact. That's tough to do for sure, yeah. Yep. And uh, next up we have Captain Nemo. Uh, Fleet SEK, first public alpha, is finally released. He's looking forward to hear your feedback. That means everybody watching, please give him your feedback. <laughs> Added involuntary token burning guard, which is very handy. Added multiple change boxes support. Added explicitly token burning. Finished transaction builder. Added some basic usage examples and gave a link to the repository there. Uh, there's ergograph uh, HQL, which is very cool. Um, 0.40, released with bug fixes and batch query support. Thanks to Sepher, awesome work. Fixed an issue with wrong balance calculation. Um, and from what I read about graph HQL for people who don't know what that is, that, that essentially is a uh, a beefed up, um, like a um, uh, REST uh, requester so that uh, you can do multiple queries from multiple different uh, API endpoints at one time. It's super fast, pulls in a lot of information uh, with with uh, different endpoints, and it's going to be much more efficient to use that kind of thing, which is which is great. Yeah. Oh, huge thank load goodness! Off the Explorer instance themselves. Thank goodness you have Kushti next. <laughs> you go ahead and read that one. <laughs> okay. So next up we have Alex. So as usual, he's doing a lot of work on the node and protocol itself. So he's released version four point zero point one oh four of the node. Um. Then obviously with the 5.0 release, so he's got the RC3 uh, released now currently also. He's currently also reviewing PRs for 4.0.105. He's got a pull request there, 1841, which has been merged. There's also um, talk around the monotonic creation height ERP implementation. If you want to check out what that is, jump on to 1865. He's also finished the 5.0 interpreter review. There's also, once again, the monotonic creation height EIP review, and then just finishing the, some discussions on EIP 37 also. And then just on other matters, he's discussed payout path implementation details for DEXI and has changed uh, the grid trading contract, so, or the decentralized grid trading contract, so uh, made tracking rules for the node, and next we'll do some off-chain trading bots. Uh, Alex is always busy and he's refused, uh, re reviewed a couple of contracts also. So, um, yeah, fantastic to see Alex busy as always. And next up we have Obol Flip. Uh, Obol Flip, Aerohack participant, of course. We just saw them. Um, I'm not sure if everybody has access to the channel, so he's pasting it here, but you should all have, and I think uh, somebody confirmed down below as well that everybody, even non-participants, have access to it. Uh, we're basically done with our flip, and we release the Obol Flip client documentation open source contracts and deploy the contract tomorrow at 10 UTC. Everyone can participate on the public beta, and we hope it will be a fun event. That's fantastic. Finished early. Awesome. 
Bubble flip takes place in rounds due to block times. This is the best way to achieve the functionality. Participants can bet on heads or tails. The round will close when 100 bets are done or 24 hours passed. When the round closed, it enters a cooldown period of 30 minutes until the winning side is determined in the same way Ergo Raffle determines its winner. After that, winning participants can redeem. Everyone can be the bank too. 3% of all bets are used as a fee for the bank. To be the bank, you simply activate it in OboFlip client config and let it run to manage the flip rounds. And of course, you must be the lucky one to submit to a node finding the block with your management transaction. And I think somewhere, was it this one that he wrote? Yeah, I think he wrote in his other channel that, remember, this is kind of beta and first run, so don't bet more than you can lose, don't send more than you can lose <laughs> kind of thing. It's, you know, So take it easy as, as far as that yeah. for starters. Note for all the DGENs out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next up we have Morphic. And then on the Sigma side, he's re uh, addressed the final review comments in Sigma 5.0, uh, released and published Sigma 5.0.0, uh, has released and published Sigma 4.0.7 uh, with minor fixes for RoboVM. Uh, implemented a simple reflection-like API to replace the Java reflection with uh, minimal code changes in Sigma and hopefully get some better performance out of that. Uh, miscellaneous has reviewed some PRs in AppKit and Ergo. And next up, uh, release of AppKit 4.0.11, a security audit of uh, the mobile wallet, like you mentioned earlier, uh, 2.1.2219, and he's just finishing some things up on Sigma.js also. Great to see all that developer tooling come together. Yeah, for sure. And next up we have MHS. Uh, MHS, uh, Rosenberg soft launch. Uh, in progress, setting up and configuring several servers and deploying the watcher guard services. Uh, it'll take some time since they're deploying all of the required watchers and guards themselves. Uh, Bridge will be live sooner or later this month. Sooner or later. I like that. I'm going to adopt that when people ask questions. Uh, yeah. Some bridge development. Uh, we're using a kiosk library, and it had some radical changes in the latest version. We should update the codes that are using in this library. I'm not saying if... I'm not. I'm wondering if he's charging people to update those codes, or he's saying, "Yeah, we should probably update those codes." Either way, uh, there's a P2P connection issue which we're investigating right now. Some fixes and improvements. Raffle. A few changes are done and new features added. Nothing live yet. Uh, Minotaur Wallet. New release with lots of changes and improvements is coming, including multi-sig wallet. Uh, a profit-sharing DApp website is almost ready, waiting for updating a few docs on the GitHub. That was pretty neat, the profit-sharing DApp, if you guys have time to check that out. Um, re really, 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 um, really cool, if you have a quick 10-minute read. Definitely. Can't wait to see that utilized a lot more, to be honest. Yeah. And next up, we have... Uh, WMC Clinton with the NetABTC update. So he's continued work on the SPV verification and relaying smart contract development. Uh, found a fix for the front running vulnerability uh, with the relaying SPV proof during minting and started uh, drafting some implementations. Uh, fixed a small rendering issue with their UI and started drafting a proposal for Rosenbridge style layer two uh, authentication systems for additional security during their first MVP. 
Thank you very much for that update. And next up, we have Ilya from Spectrum. Uh, uh, Ilya, uh, Spectrum, yeah, network controller implementation work in progress, peer feature tracking and peer manager work in progress for Spectrum network. Spectrum Finance, they've integrated Ergo Pay into Spectrum Finance, exclamation mark. I have to read that excitedly because I'm excited. They've integrated Ergo Pay into Spectrum Finance. It's, I'm very excited about that too. I tested it out and it's smooth as butter. I, I can't remember what I traded for just for fun, but I did give up a little bit of my ERG to to test that out and it was yeah, great. Yeah, it's one thing that's been, a lot of people have been waiting for. And it, like you said, it's just, it, it works seamlessly. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's not even a need for a, a um, uh, what's it called, a native app for that, for you know, a native D app for that, since it's uh, yeah. works so well in the browser to hook it in. Uh, so yeah, like like we said, now you can use your uh, their decks from your mobile phone. Try it out now, and he gives a link. Uh, finalizing Cardano Vassal testnet community testing is already in process, which is awesome. A lot of people waiting for that. Uh, works into uh, underway on the infrastructure for launching the SPF token and calculating the distribution of airdrops. I'm interested to see what and when uh, those tokens are going to drop or land or how many. I think a lot of people yeah, so, are. Yeah, most definitely. Yasha provides a nice little rundown of uh, the dis distribution methods for that. So if you want to jump on to Twitter and find Yasha Black, um, not too sure exactly what his uh, Twitter handle itself is, um but yeah he runs through basically a number of different scenarios and who gets allocated what from uh, basically all the way from beta testing i think it was in september or so of last year yeah yep, um yep. and then yeah uh the the off-chain batches get sort of incentivized and yeah i think it's cool the way they've done it it's, it basically encompasses everyone who's been involved in the ecosystem from day one so it's pretty cool First thing I did was go to my transaction history of Spectrum and see how far back I went. Unfortunately, it wasn't that far. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember back in the days, just on the initial beta, it's basically just a plain white screen with a couple of little buttons there. So, um, yeah, they've come a long way, and, and kudos to the amount of work that teams put in for that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, we have Scala Hub. So he's just working on the Dexy payout contract to handle reserve ratio and the LP box. And we'll be making an update uh, by tomorrow. So hopefully we'll see that um, in the coming uh, developer update. Uh, nice little comment here just from Captain Nemo, uh, just shouting out to Kushti and Scala about having a security audit on LGD's Babel fee contract. Um, so if everything's a-okay on that front then move forward with babel fees and the implementation's already done on the nautilus side so for people who aren't aware what babel fees are it basically allows to pay uh, transaction fees in a native token not erg itself so uh pretty cool little concept there and this can go a long way to um uh, well, one example here on the use case is if a project does launch on say get block and they just do um uh, a fair distribution so you're only mining their token itself you don't have any erg you can actually transfer that or, or swap it out and not actually have to um, purchase erg for that um for that swap itself so you can pay it in the native currency i think that's pretty cool that is for sure and next up we have pulsars with the ergo uh, the sigma explorer.org mate 
Uh, yeah, sigmoidexplore.org improves stability. Uh, they improved the initial load times, uh, switched from an AOT compilation for now, uh, which is which is interesting. Um, added estimated difficulty to the dashboard, inspired by the Ergo difficulty and Epoch Monitor and Levetra's work. Uh, added network info to navbar, network and height, reworked block detail page, made URLs compatible with Ergo Explorer, so any app using links to Ergo Explorer could easily switch to Sigma Explorer. That's that's really handy. That's great. Um, next difficulty adjustment in now updates every second instead of waiting for a new block. That probably was painful at the high hash rate back in <laughs> back then. Um, added network charts for hash rate and difficulty. Uh, search can search on block header now. Great. Added error when search returns no results. Uh, if user enters a transaction ID that is not yet found in Explorer's mempool, it will wait for it to appear in the mempool. Oh, cool. Great little sort of additional um, utility there. Uh, I think Explorer has been somewhat of a, a weak point at some stage throughout the ecosystem um, development also. So we're actually seeing a number of the sort of old um, Explorer instances come to uh, come from the, the community itself. I think it's fantastic to see. Yeah, that's, that is the amazing thing. I mean, there's some things that it's just it's, it's perspective, I guess you can say it. There's so many different eyes on something when you're when you have your head down and you're working on, let's say, Ergo Explorer and you're coding it, um, and then somebody sees that from the outside and looks in and says immediately what they think from their own personal view and what they use might make it a little better or different, then they're free to go ahead and do something like this and and, and be successful, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's just a reminder also that it's a permissionless ecosystem as well. So if you have any ideas along those lines, you don't have to wait and ask permission from say one of the core developers or anything like that. If you see a need or a benefit or something that in your um, perspective uh, can improve the ecosystem for anyone, um, by all means, jump in and just take the reins and go ahead. There are lots of reins to pick up, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so next up we have... Uh, Liquid Phase and Swamp Audio. So they've discovered a bug with their uh, PHP DAP connector for Nautilus and their uh, Laparel dashboard login controller persisting users logged in via the wallet. So they pushed a fix to GitHub, uh, which should be working now. They're still refractoring the front-end logic from Antlers, so static Laparel, to Blade uh, Directives, uh, which is vanilla Laparel. So the dev team's also working on access roles for users, uh, playlisters, labels, and musicians, and will most likely attempt their first tests from on-platform initiation uh, of their smart contracts uh, either today or tomorrow. So by the time this uh, developer update has been uh, published, then that should have occurred. And then if anyone else has tried them uh, yet before, by all means, let them know how they've worked out. And just a quick little update here from Fanta. So the Explorer-like indexing for the node is also complete, um, just waiting on review. And next up, we have Bob with Ergo Names. Uh, Ergo Names has updated their smart contract and backend to allow for static minting address. Uh, successfully tested minting using only backend on PyNet with new contract. And they're going to continue testing backend and re-implement APIs to connect front end to back end. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, obviously, once again, one of our Ergo Hack participants, and we have another yep. here with Haley PDL with the CYTI, so City, and they're uh, refactoring some of the um, of the miner to improve the performance. Uh, they fixed a bug for encoding of the hash of tokens uh, with AE Media, and then the CSS in the front end has been fixed up. And they've also allowed to load the miner configuration uh, from the environment itself. They've also minted a first 32-bit token pattern. It took two days with the help of another miner. So as you can see, the amount of computation that has to go into that. And there's yeah. a link there if you want to check that out. And next up, we have Keys Enthusiast. All right, we've got Key here with Gitblock. Uh, subpooling, uh, still working on the flux pool. Uh, I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. Uh, many new UI updates coming thanks to our dev smoke. Uh, hackathon, as we mentioned earlier, the SNZIP paper first draft is done, and there, uh, he's working on a few different methods to collect some some real-world data for that. Yep. And the speed of the work, the, the way these guys work also, it's uh, pretty cool. Um, I know... Bees has put a lot of sort of thought into this previously, but to bring it all together in a formal paper and have that uh, then collecting the data as well to sort of justify all the means, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and these guys too. Um, same kind of thing. Um, Cheese is working on the hackathon. He's working on running Gitblock uh, backend and that kind of stuff, and he still has time to answer a few questions about things when pinged for this kind of stuff. So Absolutely amazing community. Once again, can't say it enough. I'll say it every 10 minutes. <laughs> Good to drive that uh, fact home. And, uh, so next up we have MGPI and then on Ergo Sapiens, uh, just working on the NFT V2 implementation. Uh, he's also helping out with Comet. So the lottery contract tests have been successful and just analyzing any security flaws. And on the hackathon itself, so worked with the Ergo Names team to fix artist identity issue and then Paynet. Uh, updated the nodes to RC3. And I think that's uh, everything. But cheers, mate. Thank you very much for uh, running through the developer update with me. It's been a pleasure chatting. Thanks. That's fun. That's um, that was definitely uh, learned a lot more than just reading it uh, by myself. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I always say this as well. It's one of my favorite times of the week to run through what everyone's working on and get a, an overview of what's happening in the ecosystem itself because we're getting to the stage now where it's pretty hard to stay on top of everything and uh, when everyone jumps in and provides their developer update, um, it's a good little overview of keep everything like your finger on the pulse of what's happening on the on the Ergo ecosystem itself. It sure is. It sure is. And um, and just the the fact too that these people are not necessarily doing this as a full time job is also an amazing thing. Um, I've some of the developers I've spoken to say, oh, you know, I, I'll, I'll get back to you after I'm done taking my test at school, and then I got to come home and do some work, and then I'll start coding. And I'm thinking, my goodness, I'm just doing my job and coming and writing some simple Perl scripts. And these guys are like core devs that are going to school, that are that are taking tests and working and also coding in their spare time. So they, they obviously must not sleep. But it's amazing that they still take the time to be uh, involved in the community, do these dev updates, keep the community informed. I mean, these things could easily be done behind closed doors in a, in a closed off Discord channel. But the fact that, as you said, this is a permissionless system where anybody can write for it. And the fact that it's public in here is absolutely uh, amazing. And one of the more attractive things that makes me want to be part of this. 
Yeah, very well said, actually, because uh, I've spoken to a number of developers also, and and they look forward to providing their updates. So it's one of the highlights for their week also is being able to provide um, insight into the community of uh, basically the development uh, of the the protocols themselves that they're working on. So I think that's pretty cool. 100%. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for tuning in once again to this week's developer update. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Thanks, Spike.